Good morning. I'm glad you all got the memo. It's a beautiful day for public speaking. <laughs> um, my name is Claire Teague. I'm a senior at Chatham High School, and I'm going to be attending Allegheny um, College next year, Bicentennial Class of 2015. Go Gators. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, and happy Mother's Day. Mom, didn't forget. Um, so this morning I'm talking about love, and my verse is Romans 5.5, 5, so I'm going to read that for you. And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. So, um, basically, I think there are like three main points to that verse. Um, starts off, let's just look at God's love, right? So it's different. So last night, we were all at the zone, and uh, awkward, but I'm talking about Justin Bieber again. <laughs> and uh, giant life-size cutout on stage. I'm standing up in front of the stage, and some little tweeny girl comes up to me and just goes, can I touch it? And I'm like, we all love different things. I love baking and sparkly dresses, and she loves Justin Bieber. But that doesn't mean that God's love for us is the same as her love for the cardboard cutout of Justin Bieber, which we brought with us to the diner. Mike, never again. Um, so God's love is really different from anything that we can understand, but thankfully we have the Bible, so we can, you know, can um, look into that. And Romans 8, 28 talks about, um, you know, how, uh, for I am certain, uh, neither death nor life nor angels or demons, you know, there's nothing deep or wide that can separate us from the love of Christ. And, um, like, let's think about that for a second. It's, God's love is deep for us because, um, literally, God came from heaven, you know, Jesus came from heaven. Then he uh, was born as a human, so he was limited. Um, he was a servant for all of us, tortured, killed, hell and then rose again for us. So that's, that's pretty deep, from heaven all the way down to hell and, you know, back. And, then it's, and he did that for me. And that's ridiculous. And it's wide because he did that for all of you. And there are lots of you here today. And he did that for all of you, and he did that for the people that would, you know, kill Christians for hundreds of years. He did that for the people at my lunch table. He did that for, you know, your family. He did that for everyone past, present, and future. So that's pretty wide right there. Um, when Jesus does things, he does things big. So that's the first part, God's love. It's different. It's radical. It's amazing. It's life-changing. Second part is the Holy Spirit. So, you know, um, God says, uh, you know, God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. God didn't want his love to be this, like, calculus problem that once you solve it, you're like, oh, yeah. And it stays up there mentally, but he didn't want it to be limited by that. He wanted it to be something that we feel, something that we walk around with, something that lives in us, which is what the Holy Spirit is, which is crazy. So God says, I'm going to give you this, because all God wants, all God's ever wanted from day one is to be an active participant in our lives. He makes us, he gives us this, and all he wants is to be there. And that's so hard for us. We're like, nope. And like, so he gives us the Holy Spirit, and he says, I'm going to give this to you so that you can feel my heart in you, and so it's not just something radical in the distance. It's something that's a part of you. I'm with you always. So that's the Holy Spirit. Love's different Holy Spirit. Third part is, so now what? <laughs> like, okay, we got this Holy Spirit living in us, and uh, yeah, God's love's different, and that's really awesome, but like, what are we supposed to do? So you can either embrace it and act on it and answer the call, which would be awesome, which is what all of you did, which is awesome, or we could ignore it, because it's scary. And that's, I mean, who knows what that brings? Who knows what saying yes to God means? He's pretty creative. He likes to do things out of the box. Saying yes to God is terrifying. So what do we do? 
my choice this year um, was a yes, and I was really enthusiastic about being a senior intern, and I was just like, woo, and it was great here. It was so wonderful and easy and amazing, and you guys are all just so fantastic. I hope you know that. Um, but at school, people didn't really get it, and I'd uh, sit at lunch, and they'd be like, oh, big rager, seniors 11, party, huh? And I'm like, I uh, don't drink, and they're like, you know, well, why? And I'm like, I told you this three periods ago, so <laughs> we've been over this. It's, you know, it's like the eighth time, so I signed a contract. I'm not into that. I don't want to, and like the only, only time I've ever been tempted to drink alcohol ever was with my friends who were making fun of me, all of them, at the table just laughing at me and how ridiculous that was and it was like fine I'll shut you up like whatever but no no I embraced God and look at all of us here coming to church coming to saying yes on a Sunday morning you know we could be in our pajamas we could be eating Captain Crunch but no we said we're gonna come to God and we're gonna listen to some kids talk about God and that's embracing it that's what it means and that's really really hard sometimes the whole beginning of chapter 5 is about trials and how much that stinks, but we don't have to worry about it because we have God, and we have the Holy Spirit, and we have faith, hope, and love. Um, and these trials and this persecution and adversity, which I'm sure we're all familiar with, is not new. I mean, look at the Bible. It's just full of that. Um, I, I like to talk about Jeremiah and Nehemiah, and it's kind of fun to say, Jeremiah, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, Nehemiah, but more importantly... <laughs> If you look at Jeremiah, right, kids like 15, something like that, and God's like first chapter, like right out of the gate, you are so awesome. I want you to represent me. Like you are, you're the man. I know, I made you. And he's like, um, and like, okay, I'm just a child. And he's like, we've been over this. You're more than a child. You've got me with you. We're doing this. And for the entire time that Jeremiah is in his ministry, he's reluctant and timid and and kind of doubtful. He does amazing things, but think of what he could have done if he just said, all right, okay. And then you look at Nehemiah, and Nehemiah didn't have an ex- shot, like a shot of espresso of God's love. God didn't say, let there be bonus. And then Nehemiah was like, oh, like, I got it now. Like, Nehemiah just said, I believe in God. Okay, and Nehemiah said that too. And then Nehemiah, but Nehemiah said, I'm going to believe that I might not be enough on my own, but I'm enough with God. And I think we can do it together. And he did amazing things. So Jeremiah, his doubt and his reluctance to believe that he could be enough with God, that he is enough in God's eyes, built a wall between him and all the glory, you know, all the wonderful things that he could do. And, um, you know, for God. But Nehemiah, like, used that love and that hope, and he built a wall for God. So um, on, my bed, on my bathroom mirror, I have... Uh, a picture of Sean White, and then a, uh, a verse that's uh, one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. It's um, Proverbs thirty-one twenty-seven, and it says, She is clothed in strength and dignity, and she can laugh without fear of the future. And so, college, ha, my future, ha, like, look at me, <laughs> living the word of God. You know, and we can, it's easy to be terrified, because God gives us a lamp under our feet, not a fog light into our future. But we have the Bible, and we have God's love, and his promise to us is that this hope will not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We can trust in this hope. It's not going to disappoint us because it's wrapped in God's love, which is really deep and really wide, and nothing can separate us from it, and we have the Holy Spirit to walk with us so that if things get really hard, we have something in us that can keep us going. So my only question for you guys now is, what about you? You got up, you 
brushed your teeth, put on some nice clothes, came here, sang three songs or whatever, you know, we're here. We're saying yes to God for the hour, you know. But what about tomorrow? What about Wednesday? Wednesdays are the worst, I feel like, because they're in the middle of the week. What about, what about that? What are you going to say yes to? Are you going to be Jeremiah and say, you know what? I'm not enough. This is, look at me. <laughs> look at me. Because we're all right there with you. We're all sinners. We all mess up. I mean, that's just who we are. Or are you going to be Nehemiah and say, you know what? This is me. Yeah, gotcha. But this is me with God. (laughs) So I challenge you guys. I'm going to go off to college next year. And uh, there's uh, not a lot of people at college who are really interested in what Jesus has to say. Um... And I don't have to sing Amazing Grace, you know, for my entire high school career to, you know, to get to college to not find anything. So I'm going to find it. And uh, if I don't find it, I'm going to be by myself. You know, Bible loves number one. That's a good number for the Bible. But when I come back and visit you guys, I really, really hope that I see a lot of Nehemiahs. So, thanks.